Welcome back to the Far Out Wisdom Podcast. In the beginning of the birth of the Far Out Wisdom Podcast, I did read um, a lecture. Not a lecture, but more of a a sit-in discussion that Alan Watts did. And um, it's called The Joker. Um... And I, I, I did not know why I didn't play it for you guys, but I'm going to play it for you guys today. And it's going to, I'm going to add commentary and give you guys a reason why I play it. So I'm going to let you guys listen to it. It's going to be like only a short portion of it. Um, and I am going to um, explain in more details why I chose the name and uh, talk about this idea of a clown world. Okay. There are these classes of people. There are the very far out people and the very far in people. Now, ordinarily, we say someone's very far out when they are oddballs, when they are exceedingly unconventional. But I want you to turn the picture around and look as a conventional person. Look at a square as a person who's very far out. That is to say, he is so involved in the seriousness of the game he is playing, that he is lost. He doesn't know where he started from, and he thinks he's there. (laughs) But he's completely lost, because he is actually uh, under the cover of his assurance, of his status, of his position in society. He's really a very anxious person. I said a lot yesterday about the way in which our society shows anxiety because it cannot permit the existence of people who don't belong. And it cannot really permit the criticism of laughter. It cannot permit the presence of the old-fashioned court jester. Because these people are so far out. They are so involved and from a certain standpoint, you see, from the Joker's standpoint, He doesn't condemn such people. He rather congratulates them on their heroism for getting so lost and involved. But to keep the far out people from going quite insane, there have to be far in people. And the far in people are those who who keep contact with the original goings on behind the scenes. They are like the prompter in the theater 
Well, there are the actors out on the stage, relying on their memories, etc., and they are supposed to get completely involved in the play. The actor with the script in front of him. And he is the connection of the actor on the stage with the green room behind the stage. And you see in, in this dramatic analogy of the universe, the green room is the central point, the still point of the turning world. The green room is how uh, God is when he's back. Okay, so, that, so he talks about uh, Alan Watts. He kind of switched it around a little bit. So he was talking about the society, about people who are... Um, <clears throat> they are so far in. So the people who work the nine to five job, the people who support their family, the people who, um, and remember, there's nothing wrong with that, but people who just operate without asking the questions about the world. We're not saying that they do not, but, um, we do see those people who just go about their day to not worry about, you know, the deep philosophical questions, like the far out people, the jokers, so to speak that we, we, the questions that we ask in our brain. So to us, they look like far out people. I mean, far in people. Whereas the people who are, uh, you know, normies, that's the term that we, that we, that we use to, to, to them, they're more for, to, we look like the jokers, the people who ask the deep questions, the people who are an art unorthodox, the people who just go about their day and um, we see the world and we just laugh at it. And so it's like <laughs> we're, we're like pointing at each other. We're like, no, you are far out. And then the other person's like, no, you are far out. So we just, it's just a society that just consists of the two people. And, um, but if you guys watch the movie Joker... You know, the people who are just so different from everybody else. We, there's no place in, in us in society because we just don't fit in. And the reason that we say us is because I feel exactly the same way. I have felt like I have never fit in with everybody. I just, I drop out academia. You know, I fucking failed at everything. I, you know, even if my, my, my articles was, you know, shared on, you know, popular platform called educate inspire and change uplift connect idea pod hack spirit um jay shetty shared my article once one time i think i believe jason silva did but i'm not really sure but even then i really don't fit in with these people either you know i can't fucking stand the gurus either and um i don't get along with other philosophers i mean even at the fact that i do like surrounding myself with other philosophers now i'm not saying that i am a you know part of that group because I, I wasn't educated because I feel like I, I will be indoctrinated um if I went to to, to major in a degree in philosophy and, and, and again I'm not stating that philosophers are in, in in indoctrinating people but at the same time I feel like we are just they're not really putting their ideas and um taking the philosophy philosopher's idea and making it into their own um, again, I'm not suggesting that's not being done, but at the same time, we have to think of your ideas and if it's um, if it's doing good to society. And of course, I talk about this about postmodernism, and their ideas are starting to leak into the culture, and so everything's starting to be kind of um, 
confusing. So they took their ideas and kind of like fucking twisted in a way. So that's where we want the battle ideas to come along. Now, the people who are far out, uh, we feel we don't fit in. We feel outcast. And of course, everybody would say, well, I don't feel like I fit in. I don't fit in anywhere. This is a little bit different because to us, everything's a fucking joke. I see the funny things in life. Everything is fucking funny to me because I think the whole idea of life is just fucking funny because it's just like we, we suffer and then we die. I mean, I don't I, like I, it is, I will kind of bring it back to my brain when I was like nihilistic. I think it was by around 2014. I was like nihilistic and now I was working a job which paid really well. Um, I was working doing my own thing, pay my bills. I was living in an apartment. Um, even if it was a small apartment, I did have a good time. I did really enjoy living there, but I couldn't, I couldn't go about my day. I couldn't ignore the questions in my head. I mean, why do we suffer? Why do this work the way that it does? Why does this person, why is it, why do people are killing each other for this idea of morality of what is good and what is bad? What is good and what is bad? And that continued to bother me. And so um, I kind of felt like deep into like this nihilistic state and I felt like, what's the point of fucking everything? There's no point of nothing. You know, what's the point of everything? It's just going to fucking fall apart in the end. You're just going to die. And so I started to, to kind of not experience an existential crisis. I wouldn't say it was that, but more like, what's the point of being basically? And, um, I was not mad at anybody. I wasn't. It wasn't towards anybody. It was just that it was just a lot of things that fell apart. Not fell apart in my relationship or anything like that. But it just everything just fell apart of my ideas and my belief system. And that's when I started to kind of lose faith in my political affiliations. That's when I started to lose faith in my polit- my philosophical ideas. That's when I started to lose faith in um, just the whole um, civilization or just the whole human- just humanity in general. I just lost faith in that. And, um, it started to come back a little bit and I started to kind of, you know, get a little bit of purpose and then it was, and so things like that started to be more, those questions started to bother me a little bit more and I just watch everybody just going about their day and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, what's the fucking point? And I think that's why, um, I felt like I was out of place and I felt like talking about ideas different ideas you know talk about far out ideas and 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 i i think that i'm going i'm using somebody else's route to reach my wisdom and so what i'm going to do is i'm going to approach a kind of different route which is my my out of the world ideas and kind of play with it a little bit and try to reach the my um my idea of wisdom and try to learn from my experience and from, you know, breaking things, breaking things down from my perspective and trying to learn from it instead of depending on everybody else. Because all my life I has to, I depended on everybody else. And that's the problem that I had. And it's getting really old and it's getting really played out. And so I was like, you know what? I understand Frederick Nietzsche. I understand, you know, even Dr. Peterson, Carl Jung, Dostoevsky, Ernest Hemingway, um... Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, pretty much all these philosophers and stuff like that. I get it. 
And so taking their ideas and learning from it and trying to see in a different perspective instead of just like reusing their ideas. And that's what I'm talking about. So I'm going to take what I can and try to make my own world and try to reach my own state of enlightenment. And <clears throat> that's why I encourage everybody to kind of think for their own. And um, um, and I really mean that. And I think people are just saying, think for yourself, think for yourself. And they don't really do it. They just spool, spool up bullshit from what they learned from fucking YouTube or something. And just like, okay. They're not really thinking it. They're not really... They're eating it, but they're not really digesting it. Basically, they're not. They're 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 their minds not not um, gating the nutrition from these ideas, right? And so I uh, I came up with the far out wisdom because I I to me playing with different ideas, even if it's, it sounds fucking crazy, will kind of help you in the process of living a good life that you think is good. Um, and, um, it, 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 it gets more to, to the complexity because at the same time, because you have to think about your ideas, the complex, the complexity of it. And then it's like individualistic needs in comparison to the collective needs. And so, um, we have to think about things like that. And I think, um, if we open that bridge and allow the dialogue to happen, Instead of being afraid of talking about it, I think that's the the the, the gateway to a different, um, I guess, universal, universal consciousness. And if we work together in the process, if we allow the far out people to succeed and the far in people to succeed and to work together as a team as much as possible, I think it will, you know, bring out a, forth a new idea. A new human, basically. So, um, it's just that we, uh, the Jokers, and as you can see, you, you, you see the Pepe meme and things like that. Those, to me, are far out people who the far end people are concealing from society because they're they're bad they don't fit in with people and then i i think you know hiding these people the fucking far out people is not gonna make it much better just like you see in the joker and the batman he's just gonna become violent because no he's not being um he's not he's being outcast from society how do you think that makes them feel i know exactly i don't know exactly how they feel because i tend to blend in society but the more that i open my mouth i yeah, at the moment that I open my mouth, I'm, I, it's like I, I, I kind of blend in with the, the, my brain goes out to these far out people and then my body goes into the far in people, so. And that's where the clown world, the idea came about. And so we, we don't get accepted into the group and we are a very village type species and so when we get outcast how do you think it makes us feel and so the 21st century kind of gave us a our own little villages and that's online and so we're breaking into different branches and so um it's working out in a way for us to speak on our ideas and even then we we still get outcasts 
outcast. So that's why I, I made this blog post and things like that. And I tried to like get the unorthodox people, the people who don't um, conform, the non-conform people, individuals to come onto the podcast or share their ideas with me and their wisdom and try to like make the world see things from their perspective you know, because it's just a lot of people, just, they don't want to be challenged in what they believe in. And so they kind of, they completely hide themselves from gaining new knowledge, basically. So, and uh, I've been questioning that for quite some time. Um, and uh I ask myself, am I maybe there's teachers that I'm not allowing myself to see because I'm afraid of my own beliefs and values that it's going to get challenged. So that was, I wanted to kind of break it a little bit down about the introduction. And like I said, I didn't really play it in the beginning, but uh, that's pretty much the point of this podcast is just to, like go, just fucking go there. And, 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 and try to see the world and the beauty of it. And also the ugliness of, of the absurdity, the confusion, the, the depressing yet beauty of the world. So as always, guys, stay far out, and uh, I hope you guys share this. Um, and remember, if you know somebody who's far out, introduce them to me. Let's make our own little village of far out people and just like get along with each other and try to get along with each other and, and expose ideas and don't be afraid to be far out. Bye.